God in this place. And Lord, I thank you, God, for everything that you have done and everything that you're going to do. Saints, I want you to pray with me. We're beginning a year, and, and more than anything, we need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. We need to pray. Lord, we lay all of our cares, all of our burdens, all of our worries, all of our concerns, all of our petitions down at your feet. And Lord, we know, God, Lord, that you will do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all that we could ask, think, or imagine. And I thank you that that verse in Ephesians is so powerfully true and accurate, God. And, 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 and its promise endures, God, to us, Lord, right now in this moment, God, as we begin a new year created by you. I want to read a scripture into your heart. It's at the end of, well, it's in the middle of Matthew chapter 15. Chapter 15. Uh, I think the Holy Spirit wants me to start in verse 17 to 20. It says, do you not yet understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts murders adulteries fornications thefts false witnesses blasphemies these are the things which defile a man but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile a man lord i thank you that there's a mysterious truth in this word today and i pray that your mysteries may be revealed unto us because the word will be made flesh and I thank you, God, Lord, that it's going to be made flesh tangible, God, Lord, into each and every one of our lives and applicable, God, Lord, to each and every situation. And I thank you today that when we leave here, God, we're going to understand, God, Lord, where our heart is. And, Lord, what you put inside of our heart. And, Lord, what you prepared ahead for us today. And I thank you, God, Lord, that truth is coming. Truth is coming. Truth is coming. For where the truth is, there is freedom. And I thank you, God, Lord, that your truth is here today. It's going to be taught today and it's going to be received today. And I thank you that you would anoint me to preach your word. And Lord, you have hidden your word within my heart. I meditated on it both day and night. And Lord, you have rightly divided the word of God within me that you might speak through me. And Lord, use me as a tool for your will today. And I thank you, God, Lord, that you're going to help me flow with the Holy Spirit and speak to your people who are called by your name because, God, you love us and we love you. And Lord, we thank you, God, that we're gathered together, we're uh, online together, we're, we're, we're here together in spirit and in truth, God, Lord, to receive all that you have for us today. We're not just going through the motions, God, we were brought here today for a, such a time as this, for, a, for an on-purpose moment, God, Lord, that might change our destiny. And Lord, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, everybody said? Amen. 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 Let's give God some praise. You may be seated here and online. I hope you are standing with us online. If not, we're going to pray for you sinners. You ought to be standing in worship in your bathrobe. I don't care where you are. No, I'm just kidding. I hope you're joining with us in worship wherever you are. We have so many uh, tuning in, as I mentioned, online. Uh, uh, we, we ended up starting. When we started COVID, we were like, oh, man, we got to get better at streaming. And so we started trying to scramble to get better at streaming. And I was like, well, 
we do stream to YouTube sometimes. Let's see what it's like. And so I went to our YouTube channel to see how many people are viewing everywhere. And we had like three views uh, per, <laughs> per service. <laughs> and we had like maybe like six people subscribe to our YouTube channel. We were big time. And, 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 and on top, so then I was like, oh, man, we got we to gotta do a little bit better. So we started doing better. And all of a sudden, like, it's not huge numbers, but to me, it's big and it's a victory of God. We went from, you know, a few views to a, a couple hundred views to 300 views every Sunday to several hundred subscribers. And it's just incredible. And now we have nine home churches across the United States that are tuning in today in both services. God is so good, and, and I know we're here locked in and ready to receive what God has for us. So open your Bibles to Matthew chapter 15, and you can look with me in verse 1 through 20. I, I'm launching the fast today. We're launching a 21 days of praying and fasting, and I encourage you to join in with us as we pray and fast. And I'm going to use this teaching today as a platform uh, to not only teach you what fasting and praying is for, but also to encourage you and implore you to join with us in fasting and praying because it will impact your life. It'll change your life. It'll, it'll transform your life, and it'll do so much in you and through you that you can't hardly imagine. And so I, I encourage you to jump in with us this week, uh, or sorry, this month, this 21 days of fasting and praying, and, and we'll talk about even how a little bit through this message. So I read to you kind of the ending of a story. Jesus had fed the 5,000. You familiar with that story? Jesus fed the 5,000. He broke the loaves, the fish, and he prayed and gave it to the disciples. The disciples went and gave it to the crowd, and he kept multiplying and fed all of them. And then right after that, Peter walks on water. Remember when Peter walked on water? So then Peter walks on water, and then Jesus lands after Peter walks on water in Genesaret. So he lands in Genesaret, and this is a small, like, just two-verse little thing, but it's very powerful. And he lands in there, and when he gets there, they were so amazed at him. Well, I don't know if they saw him walking on water or they just knew the miracles of, five, of feeding the 5,000, but they were so amazed by him. They said, can we bring all of our sick to you? And he said, yes, bring all the sick to me. So they brought all the sick to him. They said, we don't even want you to pray or speak over them if they can just touch the hem of your garment. And I mean, I could preach all day just on those two verses right there. But he said, just touch the hem of your garment. And, and the Bible says that they were all healed. Somebody said, amen, brother. <laughs> they just touched the hem of his garment. And, and, and sometimes all we need is a touch from God to change our life. And so this massive miracle, think about all the miracles that just took place. He fed 5,000. He walked on water with Peter. And now he healed an entire town, everybody's sickness, just by touching the hem of his garment. And then the Pharisees and scribes, at the beginning of chapter 15, they have something to say. And their, their question to Jesus, they show up, by the way, they're from Jerusalem. They travel 70 miles, roughly, let's, let's give it, if they took their time, two days, maybe three, right? To walk all the way just to check out this Jesus of Nazareth. So they get to there to check him out. And when they're there to check him out, they have one question. It's amazing how far people will go to be critical. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's amazing how far people will go just to be critical. I will travel 70 miles. I will look you up on Facebook, and I will find out who you are just to be critical on your page. I will do it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. People will go a distance. In 2020, we saw that distance. They will go the distance just to be hateful. And he came up, and it was crazy, the question. The question wasn't even that crazy. It was a question of saying, how dare your disciples not wash their hands before they eat. 
That's, that's all they had to say. They're like, why don't your disciples wash their hands before they eat like the commandment of the elders teaches us to? And Jesus responds to them and says, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You're worried about the traditions of the elders and obeying those when you don't even honor the commandment to honor your mother and father? And it's just about washing hands. Now, of course, we can make this very applicable to all of us right now. I hope you did wash your hands. This isn't about a cleanliness thing. This is about a spiritual thing. So hear me. Throughout this whole context, you can get mixed up, especially when Jesus starts talking about honoring your parents. And then he goes into almost a biology lesson of where what goes in, what comes out. You can think it's just superficial and all one level, but it's very deep and it's spiritual. And so when he says, look, you, you're so worried about the traditions of man, but I'm coming here to show you something different because you're caught up in the traditions when I'm trying to bring truth to your life. And so he said, you don't even honor your mother and father and you found a loophole to find a way to do it. It's amazing how we will turn God's word to fit our twistedness. And they, what they did is the whole thing. And I can explain it real briefly is they, he said, you don't even honor your mother and father. And when they come to you and they ask you for help, you say, oh no, all of this belongs to God. And so you're trying to use God as a shelter for not helping others and not honoring your mother and father. You're like, oh, I can't. I would help you, but this belongs to Jesus. I would do something for it because usually, and you got to be careful when you look at honor in the Bible, you need to look at the Hebrew and the Greek translation. Most of the time it refers when it talks about honor, it means giving something. It doesn't mean by speech only. It means put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> It means your parents gave you everything you had. Some parents in here said amen. And, and you, they gave you all you had and blessed you and protected you and kept you, launched you, made sure your life was better than theirs, and they got you set up on your feet. And the moment you can honor them back, you say, no, no, I can't. I, uh, it's, I, I don't have time for that. And so they found a loophole. They thought they found a way to trick God. But Jesus shows up and says, you're so caught up in your tradition that you don't even have any truth in you. And then he begins to speak about worship. But before we speak about worship, let's talk about this tradition versus truth. Because I, I want you to write that down. Tradition versus truth. Because God is trying to break some things in us today. God is trying to break us out of some things today. In fact, that's the title of my message, Breaking Out. Write that down. Breaking Out of Tradition and Into Truth. Breaking Out of Tradition and Into Truth. What traditions have we got trapped in? I think COVID helped us break some traditions. I, maybe, maybe I could give you a different word for it. Habits. Hang-ups. That's what fasting and praying is all about. See, most of the time when people join into this Christian walk with God and they, they start being a believer and they fast and pray, they think fasting and praying, and they relate it to one scripture about moving mountains, thinks that fasting and praying is to get something uh, that I can get from God. So now it's a, it's a way, that it's an equation that I can get something. And it's not what fasting and praying is for. Fasting and praying isn't a place where you finally get to a place where you could say, okay, because I'm fasting and praying, God's going to give me what I want. God's going to give me what I want. No, 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 no. David, in the Old Testament, David fasted and prayed that his child wouldn't die, and the child still died. And the Bible says that David came to himself after fasting and praying, and he said, I fasted and prayed and wept while my child was alive. Now that my child is dead, I will stand on my feet, dust myself off, and get something to eat. 
because he said, I need to move forward. God gave me my answer. And, and so I just need to speak some truth. Can, is it okay that I teach a little truth today? Because I feel like we think that fasting and praying is somehow this magical equation that when I do it, God must do what I want him to. But God is not your jack-in-the-box. And God is not your genie. And God is not your vending machine. And God is saying, look, if I can get you to a place where you understand what real fasting and praying does, real fasting and praying does one major thing. It decreases you and increases me. It, it, it goes ahead and it goes... and. and and, it's, and it starves your flesh and it feeds the spirit. And what it'll do is it'll break you out of some old habits and traditions. And man, I, I, let me just flip the script here a little bit. How many want to break out of 2020? Let's just talk about that. For, somebody said, amen, praise the Lord, hallelujah, three times right there. Because I want to break, I'm done. I'm done thinking like, oh, oh God, we're still here. We're not, we're not through it. We're not out of it. I want to break out of 2020. I want to break out of the heartache, the frustration. I want to break out of all of the captivity and height. See, when we talk about this fast too, you got to go back to the book of Daniel. You remember the book of Daniel and Daniel, Azariah, uh, Mishael, and, and Hananiah? Uh, you recognize those names by Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those young men started off captivity. They got hijacked. And they were captive in Babylon. Anybody can relate to those words, feeling hijacked? Captive? They got hijacked and they got held captive. And now they got brought into Babylon and the first thing that they're told to do is, hey, you're going to dress like us because it's what we do in Babylon. Hey, you're going to eat like us. Hey, you're going to learn our language. Hey, we're going to give you new names. And so what, what they did is the opposite of what we may do. Have you ever gone through something really tough in like 2020? And then when you finally get through it, you're just like, I just need a break. I just want just, hey, let's all just take a breather. Let's just make it a little easy on ourselves. Let's not make it more complicated on ourselves. And what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel did is made it more difficult on themselves. Because when the king said, you're going to eat all the delicacies, the sweets, the chocolate cake, all the good stuff, and I'm going to treat you, and I'm going to bless. And he said, they said, oh, let's just make it easy and comfortable for you in your new place of captivity that you cannot escape. And Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, no, I'm going to fast. And I'm going to fast and only eat vegetables. And what they were saying is, I'm going to break out of the tradition you're trying to shape us with, of the things that you're trying to hold us with. And we're going to break out of that and show you who we are. Because in a place of tradition, you'll always be held captive. But in a place of truth, how many knows the scripture? The truth shall set you free. And when you operate in the truth, all of a sudden you start seeing life change before you. And that's why Jesus went into, in Luke, or Matthew chapter 15, he went right into a verse about worship from Isaiah. He said, some of you worship. He said, Isaiah, with well, a prophet, was true when he said, you worship me with lip service only, but your heart is far from me, and you worship in vain. Did you know you could worship God in vain when it's all about tradition and not about truth? And that's why Jesus, when he was talking to the woman at the well, he said, one day, real worshipers will arise. And when they do, they will worship me in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. Because we're called to worship God in truth. Yes. And, and when we fast and we pray, we break off these old habits and traditions. 
We break off of these uh, old ways of thinking. Maybe it's beliefs. Maybe it's ideologies. Maybe it's preferences. Maybe it's prejudice. Whatever it is. Now Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thought they were just trying to keep Babylon off of them. But God was trying to break some things off of Daniel and those children too. Because the reason they got brought into, hear me, I want everybody to hear me. It's going to set somebody free today. The reason they were brought into captivity and their whole nation got hijacked, hear me, is because they turned their hearts from God. And God allowed them to go into a place where they were in captivity so that he could finally get their attention again. And when he got their attention, he said, I'm not just trying to keep Babylon off you. I'm trying to break some old things out of you. And I'm trying to break it out of you and break it. And he, Jesus is talking the same way to these Pharisees and these scribes. And he's saying, look, I've got to speak the truth to you. Because if we're just worried about tradition and we all want to feel through the world today, we just, I want to feel what they're going through. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just, it's all about feelings. And we're so concerned about their feelings. And we got to be careful about their feelings. But I'm not so concerned about their feelings as I am their place of faith. And I can't speak truth to their feelings. I've got to speak truth to their faith. And sometimes it may upset their feelings, but it's going to build their faith. Come on, somebody help me preach today. Because this is how we change the world is stop being so touchy. Oh, I'm going to prove it to you. This is what happened to Jesus. So Jesus, he goes, he says, you hypocrites. And he yells at them. And you know what happens? It's really funny. So remember the story. The Pharisees and scribes came. They watched Jesus. And they do what? They point at Jesus and insult the disciples. And what do the disciples do? If you look in here, in chapter 15, the disciples go, hey, Jesus. Hey, whoa. Literally. And they're like, that's how I think they said it. And they're like, whoa. They're like, did you know you offended them? So the very, listen, the very people who were insulted by the people who now Jesus is correcting come to the defense of those people. And now both are looking at Jesus like the bad guy. Oh, I'm going to preach here in just a second. Because what we see is the, is the same situation happening right now today. I'm not offended so much about what you said to me. I'm offended about how you talk to them. I'm, not so, I'm, I'm taking up offense for other people. I'm taking up an offense for people I don't even know. I'm taking up offense for people that were against me. I'm just being offended for offended sake. And so now the, the disciples who are supposed to be with Jesus are defending the Pharisees and the scribes saying, don't you know you hurt their feelings? And Jesus is like, do what? What are you doing? I'm trying to break them free. It's the blind leading the blind, and love won't heal the blind. Truth will heal the blind. It's not going to be your feelings that heal the blind. It's going to be your faith that heals the blind. I need to speak truth to somebody to break you out of the traditions that have held you captive for your whole life because you have been through the same vicious cycle of dysfunction for far too long. And he's saying, i got to break truth into your life. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. But i got to get truth into you. It's going to upset your feelings. I might even offend you. 
People are like, oh, Pastor Landon, be careful. You know, 2020, it's a dangerous time. If you preach against red and blue, you're going to have enemies on both sides. If you preach against against, uh, people being racist and rioting, you're going to have enemies on both sides. And I said, I'm preaching the truth. Jesus did the same thing. And he walked a very thin line. And by the end of it, he had enemies on both sides. But I know a Savior that wasn't conquered and came through the grave, came out resurrected and said, I am the truth. I am the way. And I am the life. Oh, give God some praise if you're breaking out today. If you're going to break out today, come on, online, give God three seconds of praise right now. Because God wants to break you out of some things. Are you willing to learn something you've never seen before? Hear something that's been contrary to what you've always believed? Because this is what the scribes and the Pharisees had to do. And yet we always like to talk about the scribes and the Pharisees and judge them, but they had been in a rut of a system for far, for far too long to just easily break out of it. I wonder if any of us could relate to that. We've been in a rut and you don't even know it. We've been stuck in man's tradition and not God's truth and don't even know it. Going through the motions and not even knowing that we're, we're not even in relationship. We're far from him. And God is saying, if I can break the tradition out of you, I can get you into a place of truth. Because the next step, I want you to write this down, is, is he says you got to be careful about what goes in and what comes out because that's what could cause you to be defiled. Daniel, in the book of Daniel, chapter 1, I believe it's verse 8-ish, right around there. You know, don't, don't throw stones. If I, don't write me an email if I'm not right. And so uh, like when he, he, he starts talking about, I will not defile myself by eating the king's delicacies. And Jesus says, be careful of what goes in and what comes out because that'll defile you. And you got to be careful because when you're deciding, I'm going to break out a tradition into truth, I need to not only break out a tradition in truth, I need to be careful what is defiling me and choose to not live there, but live in the place of what defines me. Oh, somebody hear me right now because we're going to get there. We, we have an opportunity to not just break tradition and truth, but now to get to a place where I'm not just digesting all this garbage and then expecting something good to come out of it. Oh, every night I go home and I've had a wonderful day. So I sit the next three hours on my bed and watch Facebook for a while because it's got so much good information. And I just digest it. Or, or you know what? I'm just going to, you know what? I have a craving in the middle of the night for, for spicy food. And I'm just going to have some good old spicy food in the middle of the night. Well, well, guess what? In the morning, you're going to pay the price. And what you put in, be careful, will defile you. you. Drugs, addiction, pornography, what you put in, gossip, envy, strife, anxiousness, worry, all the hatred. You could put in all the wrong things, and yet you may think they're okay. But it's what, then all of a sudden, be careful because the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So then what you've been putting in for far so long starts coming out it's one thing to have a bad thought it's another thing to speak it oh i'm gonna preach real quick here it's it's what we used to live in a world how many grew up in a church where we had saints when they had problems they go pray now we have believers and churchgoers who go post instead of pray i'm gonna post my feelings instead of pray about my feelings see the reason you fast and pray like i fast and pray is because i'm gonna tell god some things you can't handle Oh yeah, I'm a pray. 
I'm going to go to God and I'm going to vent a little bit and I'm going to say some stuff. God, I got to get it all out of me because if I spew this on anybody, I am going to ruin my ministry, my church, my family. How many know what I'm talking about? But we don't want to pray anymore. We don't want, you got to go during this 21 days of fasting and praying. You need to create a healthy habit again of going back to God and saying, God, I shouldn't post about this. God, I shouldn't say this out. We don't live in that world anymore. We don't live in the world anymore where there's like, you probably shouldn't say that out loud. We're like, hey, just share your feelings. It's free world, free speech. No, it is not. He said, Jesus literally said, what comes out of your mouth is what will defile you. And if you allow that hateful thought, that gossip thought, that envy thought, getting on Facebook and just starting drama. If you get on there, that, that is what will defile you. But God is trying to change the place of what defiles you into what could define you. And if you start speaking the truth that you're receiving, you'll start speaking things that define and shape your world. Rather than just speak defilement back into the world. The reason we're not fixing the world is because we're spewing what they keep feeding. Oh, somebody, somebody needs to break out and change their table today. Uh, 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 Nebuchadnezzar had a table. And he said, I got delicacies for you. But I remember a scripture that says the Lord has prepared a table for me as well. And I want to sit at the Lord's table. And I want to eat what the Lord has for me. I want to eat what God has for me. I want truth in my life. Because that is what will define my life. And I can speak that because I know where it comes from. So I'm going to close. Josh, you come up. I'm not going to preach long today. I just wanted to preach a short, simple little message. Stay calm. Because I just feel like we're, next week is when I'm going to really get excited. You'll be here for that. That's going to be good. But I feel like this, this week God wants us to just start off in a healthy way. You want to be healthy mentally, physically, spiritually. I, I think we've fallen into ditches. That's what Jesus was trying to warn them of. They're blind leading the blind, so they're going to fall into a ditch and destroy their life. And he said, narrow is the path and narrow is the gate. What does that mean? There's ditches on either side, and you've got to be careful where you're walking. Well, that means you've got to be healthy in mind, healthy in the heart, and healthy in spirit, and healthy in your body. And you've got to, you've got to continue to walk that line. And this pre- praying and fasting is going to do that. And it's going to do it by breaking out of traditions because some people want to talk about how much they fast and pray because that's what they've always done. I, I encourage you, there's no specific way to fast. Fast however you want to fast. The original fast literally is nothing to eat, sleep, read the Bible, pray, and drink water. And be around no one and have no sex. Got real quiet. <laughs> <There was> a... <laughs> Wait, huh? That, that's a real fast. That's a real fast. So you could do that. Great. Don't do that so you can tell people that. You want to fast like I fast? I fast progressively. So I go through the month, and I, I start with one thing. The next week, I add another thing. So I have two things, three things, four things. And I get through the month. And by the end of the month, I feel healthy. I feel, I feel good. But more than anything, I've decreased my flesh, and I've increased my spirit. And so I'm doing that because why? I'm breaking tradition. I don't want to do it the same way I've always done it because I could get in a rut. I want to switch it up and say, because I need to become what God's called me to do, and God's ever growing me and changing me and challenging me, so I want to do something different this year. Come on. Who wants to do something different this year? Because if you keep doing the same things, you're going to see the same result. So when you get through this, you're going to get to a place where you don't defile yourself anymore. You start defining yourself. And, And really, when you get into that place, you start understanding what used to be feeding you and what is now feeding you. And if you understand where it's coming from, you know how it's coming out. Oh, I'm going to get there. This is the closing point. 
and I need you to hear this because when you understand where it's coming from, you know how it's coming out. If I continue to digest the garbage of this world and what the enemy has for me of doubt and discouragement and defeat, I'll always see defeat in my life. That's how it's always going to come out in my life. If I swallow the victim pill every morning, I'll always see myself as the victim. But if I step over here into a dimension of truth and to a dimension of defining who I am in God, if I know where it comes from, I know how I'm coming out. Because the Bible says, for those who are born again are made brand new. And if I know where I'm coming from, I know how I'm coming out. That's why Jesus said, you know what? When it comes from me, you know how it's going to turn out. When the word comes from me, when he spoke to the centurion, what happens? The word came from Jesus to the centurion, so the daughter was healed. He knew where the word came from, so he knew how it was coming out. We ought to know where it's coming from. When Jesus showed up and he spoke to a tomb, the word knew where it came from. So when he spoke and he looked into Lazarus' tomb and he said, Lazarus, come forth. He knew where the word came from, so we know what's coming out. And we continue to see this throughout all. When Jesus was brutalized on the cross and he was thrown into the grave and buried, let me tell you, not an angel flinched. Not one bit of heaven lunged forward because they knew where he came from. So they knew who's coming out. Because they don't have to worry about what's going to happen when they know where it came from. I'm going to preach to somebody's year and set you free right now because the devil didn't give you a new year. The devil didn't give you a 2021. The world and, and the president didn't give you another day. When I know that my days didn't come from the enemy, I know he didn't number them. I didn't know. I know he didn't lengthen them. I know he didn't add to them. I know he didn't give me the breath in my lungs. He didn't give me purpose in my days. When I know where it comes from, and I know that my days were given to me from God, I know how it's going to turn out. I know how it's going to. I know how my future is going to look because I know who put my future in my hands, who gave length to my days, who added breath in my lungs who said I numbered them for you come on church you got to start believing and breaking out maybe you got to clap for the first time and you got to start saying okay I, I'll get along with it just start getting into agreement because you're, you need to break out of your old dysfunctional habits of pride and start saying okay God I'm going to do something just to just to be in agreement I'm going to do something just to, just to come into alignment. I'm going to do something different just to see something different. Because I want to see God give us a new year. Because if I know where it's coming from, I know how it's coming out. I know how my 2021 is going to turn out because I know who sent me a new year. Who gave me a new year. Who said, okay, gotcha. You ready? You ready for a great year? Ready for a good year? I'm the one who gave it to you. And all this subscription to doubt, discouragement, and defeat and saying, well... Where's 2022? I'm already seeing posts, aren't you? Why? God gave us a bright and beautiful new year. And if the world is growing darker, don't worry. I know where my light comes from. So if the world is growing darker, I'm going to shine even brighter. And if the world is feeling more oppressed, I'm going to strengthen my... This is what happened with Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Is all of a sudden, even in captivity, listen, a place they could not escape. A place that they, they couldn't run from. Can't run from COVID. Can't run from this political craziness. Can't run. You're not just going to up and root and leave America, leave Flagstaff. Maybe you would, maybe you won't. But you're not only going to leave your problems. 
remember coming with you? And guess what? They couldn't leave. So they decided, you know what? I'm going to fast and I'm going to pray. Why? Because I'm going to break out of what was trying to hold me captive. And I'm going to thrive when the world says I shouldn't thrive. I'm going to shine when the world grows darker. I'm going to succeed when they say I shouldn't do better. And I'm going to continue to grow and move with God. Why? Because I know where it comes from. So I know how it's all going to turn out. Give God one more praise if you're believing for 2021 to be something better. Oh, we got preachers and teachers and evangelists speaking, saying, no, it's going to be bad. Jesus is coming again. It's going to hell in a handbasket and the world is over. I do not subscribe to that. I subscribe to what Jesus said. What comes out of my mouth will either define or defile. And I want to define my year, not defile my year. And I want to speak life into my family, life into my church, hope into my future, joy into my church. I want to speak this into my tomorrow did you know you're the only one who can speak into tomorrow everyone wants to predict tomorrow but you're the only one who can will you bow your heads and close your eyes Lord in Jesus name I thank you for today oh we're going to break out we're going to break out of tradition we're going to break out of that defilement phase we're going to break out of some habits and hang ups we're going to break out of some issues we're going to break out of all the insecurities we're going to break out of pride we're going to break out of envy and strife we're going to break out God Lord of a year that's tried to just say you can't go any further you're not going to do any better life will never get better and I pray right now somebody decides it's not what they're trying to put in but what God's already established in you that what comes out of you will define you and I want you to begin to speak right now every believer here and online I want you to speak definement over your year and over your family over your future right now come on I need to hear some praying happening I need to hear some speaking happening and say you know what I'm going to speak life into 2021 I'm going to speak hope and joy and peace I'm going to speak it right now and I will see it defined in front of me because I will not allow what the world tries to put in me to defile what God has given me And Lord, I thank you, God. Our hearts are not far from you. We don't just come to give you lip service and have tradition. God, we want something different. We want a change. We want breakthrough. I'm breaking out of who I used to be. Stepping into who I can be. I'm breaking out this year. I'm breaking off 2020. I'm breaking, I'm breaking out of that captivity. I'm breaking out of that hijacked victim mentality. I'm breaking out of that defeatism. I'm breaking out of all those issues that try to just hold me down and cripple me. I'm breaking out of it this year. In Jesus' name, with every head bowed and every eye closed, if this message spoke to you today, I want you to raise your hand in faith because we're going to pray together and believe for a greater 2021. Oh, thank you, Lord, for every hand raised in here, God. Lord, I thank you, God, for every hand raised online. Let's get our hands raised and let's begin to pray together. We're going to speak a corporate blessing over our year, over our city, over our economy, over everything that impacts the body of Christ. And I pray right now we will define what sets before us. January is going to be a great year. God, Lord, we thank you. February and March are going to be great months. And Lord, we thank you, God, Lord, that through all this year, God, Lord, you are going to define our year. 
and we will succeed when we shouldn't be. We'll thrive when we shouldn't be. God, we're going to do greater than we should. I thank you, God. You are going to do exceedingly, abundantly, above and beyond all that we could think, ask, or imagine. But it takes somebody imagining something better. It takes somebody asking for something better. It takes somebody speaking something better. And Lord, I thank you, God, that just like those young men and just like Jesus was teaching the disciples, we are going to speak definement into our life. And Lord, we thank you, God. With every head bowed and every eye closed, here and online, if you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life, now's your chance. Maybe you need to rededicate your life to God. And and you've been living your own way. And I pray that the convicting power of the Holy Spirit speak to you right now and say, hey, you, you, you've had a lot of lip service, but your heart's been far from me. And I believe that there's some people who are saying, you know what, I need to not just surrender my mind, but surrender my heart. And if that's you and you want to surrender your heart to Jesus today, and you want to give him your whole heart, your whole life, everything, if that's you, I want you to raise your hand right now. Thank you for the hands going up all over this. Keep them up. Keep them up. I'm going to pray with you. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those online in each home group, in each home church. Thank you for those hands. Thank you for those. For every hand that's raised, I want to pray with you. And then we're all going to pray a prayer together. Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray right now. God, we go from lip service to wholeheartedly, passionately serving you. God, in Flagstaff, in Montana, in Kansas, in Florida, in California, wherever we are right now. God, I pray that our whole heart would transform. God, we would become yours in Jesus' name. And we would transform our communities, our workplaces, our city. God, Lord, and we would see a transformation like never before. And with every heart open and with every voice uh, that, that can hear me right now, I want you to all repeat this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I receive you now as my Lord, as my Savior, as my Heavenly Father. I'm forever yours, and I am saved. In Jesus' name, everybody shout it. Amen. Amen. Let's give God some praise. Amen. Stand to your feet. We're going to dismiss now. Make sure you uh, RSVP for next Sunday. We're going to have three services, the 830, the 945, and the 1115. Uh, We want to make room and continue to help people spread out as much as needed. And so make sure to RSVP today when those go out. Sign up for our text messages. Drop your offering off and your uh, Connect cards off when you leave. But stay plugged in, whatever you do whatever you do. And then join us next Sunday for beyond. That's the word for 2021. 2021 is beyond. And we're gonna, I'm going to teach you what God has been speaking into me. And I've been marinating on this word for over three months now. And I want to speak what God is about to say for this whole year. So show up next week. It's going to be powerful. But let's give God one more praise before we leave here and just thank him. <clears throat> Amen. God is faithful. God is so good. Let's speak this bridge declaration. Be dismissed and have a wonderful week. I am a bridge builder. This is my season of favor. I am blessed to live my best. I will choose to love him first. I will worship fully, love deeply, and my community will thrive because I am praying for it. I am a carrier of peace. 
I will represent God's gentleness to myself and others. I will live out his gospel. I am blessed to live my best because I am a bridge builder. Amen. God bless you, bridge. We're so glad you joined us today. If you made a spiritual decision, whether that was dedicating your life to Christ or rededicating your life to Christ, send us an email at info at weirbridge.church and let us know you made that spiritual decision. Also, if you're joining our Bridge Church family online for the first time, we have a very special gift for you. Send us an email at info at weirbridge.church to share some information on where we can send you that gift. We're so glad you joined us today, and we can't wait to see you soon. Be sure to stay connected, because we're so much better. Together. Together.